Teleporta online. You're listening to Know the Lore on the Nerd Slot Network. This is Chris, aka SlurdNerd on Twitter and the PlayStation Network, back to talk about yet some more Overwatch lore. And it's pretty easy to see who this episode's gonna be about from the title. Interestingly to me, Symmetra and Lucio were two characters I did not find appealing at all when I first started playing the game, but the group of people I typically play with tended to have very specific classes, so I wanted to be able to be the person that can switch to whatever is needed at the time, which is a great strategy and I find I win more often by not sticking with certain characters that I'm comfortable with, but branching out a little bit more. Now that I've played them both, they are honestly two of my favorite characters to play, and there's certain maps that I know I'm automatically going to start with them until the situation calls for something else. Now I'd like to hear from all of you, what characters surprised you the most with the gameplay, or who did you end up enjoying that you didn't expect? Let me know by sending an email to ktl at nerdslot.com, or hit me up on Twitter, like I said, at slurrednerd. Alright, so without further rambling on my part, let's get into our two heroes of the episode, and what's interesting about these two that you may not realize, but they are pretty much sworn enemies. So let's get started first with Symmetra. Before we get into her personality, we need to talk about the condition of the world after the Omnic Crisis. As in any war, there was extensive damage to largely populated areas, and especially in this case, in India. One business, called the Vishkar Corporation, began using its innovative hard light technology to create self-sustaining urban housing, streets, and utilities. Because of the nature of this technology, development of these areas were completed unbelievably fast and with very few resources. The shining example of this was Utopia, a magnificently beautiful city made completely from light. Satya Vaswani was plucked from poverty by the Vishkar Corporation as a young girl and trained at their academy in Utopia, where she showed a vast aptitude for using hard light, which has been noted to be extremely difficult to master. Satya never returned home, so lonely and needing something to be able to control in her life, she lost herself in her studies, quickly becoming one of Vishkar's top architects and becoming known for her elegant and flowing style of design as compared to the still appealing but more procedural and mechanical designs of her predecessors. Although the Vishkar Corporation had been doing a lot of good in the world, the lust for money and power at any cost eventually took hold. They began sending Satya on covert business operations under the codename Symmetra, where she basically played the part of a pawn as Vishkar manipulated others for their own gain. One example of this is found in the comic called A Better World. Here we see Satya and her co-worker Sanjay Kopal meeting with the mayor of Rio de Janeiro, hoping to convince her to hire Vishkar to develop a new city center. The mayor declined their offer in favor of a businessman named Colado, whose firm had worked with the city in the past and had plans not only to work on the city center, but also extending into the favelas, which are basically shanty towns or slums. After the meeting, Symmetra became lost trying to find her way back to her hotel, but a local girl that notably reminded Satya of herself at that age led her through the favelas to her hotel. That night, Vishkar had Satya don her Symmetra persona and break into Kalado's office, hoping to find something incriminating to discredit him and his business. 
She was unable to find anything useful, and before she was finished, a group of security guards chased her through the offices until she was able to escape through her teleporter. Once she reported back to her co-worker Sanjay, he detonated explosives that destroyed the building, not only killing everyone inside, but also starting a fire that burned through the favelas. Months later, Satya and Sanjay are attending a ceremony at the newly completed city center developed by Vishkar. In the crowd, Satya notices the young girl that helped her before, but now with a badly burned and scarred face, who stares at her in disgust. Satya feels some remorse, but after talking with Sanjay, he reassures her what happened was necessary for Vishkar to be hired. Satya justifies her actions in her own mind by believing that although their methods are sometimes extreme, they really are helping the world in the long run. So, learning about Symmetra, I was really caught off guard by the justifiable evil that she allows to happen by working for Vishkar. It's not at all the kind of story I expected, however it should be said that there's things about her that make sense in this story. For instance, it's heavily implied and even mentioned that she probably falls on the autism spectrum and suffers with a form of OCD or obsessive compulsion disorder. With that in mind, it makes sense that she seems to have tunnel vision when it comes to wanting to perfect her creations and having less empathy than normal when something is in the way of achieving that perfection. In her defense, when the Collado office is destroyed, she does attempt to save people from the wreckage, including that little girl. If anything, Satya, or Symmetra as we really know her, is a very conflicted person who wants to believe that the ends justify the means. Okay, so if you know anything about Lucio's background, then obviously what happened in Rio de Janeiro had a big impact on him. So let's get into his story. Born in the favelas of Rio de Janeiro, Lucio Correa dos Santos was surrounded by poverty and depression. Despite his conditions, Lucio began looking for a way to share his positive attitude and demeanor with others in hopes of lifting the spirits of the community. In his search, he stumbled upon a deep love for music and began to compose and DJ where he could, whether it was on street corners, at block parties, or in underground shows. His musical career gained him notoriety, but it was other actions that launched him into worldwide fame. Eventually, the Vishkar Corporation swooped in, conveniently a building was destroyed, and lots of damage was done to the surrounding favelas and people. Vishkar promised to rebuild the city, starting with a new city center. However, their promises fell short. The favelas did not get the support they were promised, and Vishkar instead began imposing strict rules on the citizens and exploited them for cheap labor. Lucio saw the evil in Vishkar and broke into one of the buildings, stealing sound-operated technology similar to the hard light technology that they were famous for. With the tech giving him an extra edge, Lucio led the community in an uprising against Vishkar and was able to drive them out of Rio de Janeiro. Lucio was instantly recognized around the world as a leader and a symbol of positive social justice. With that recognition came a vast demand for his music, and Lucio, seeing the opportunity to spread positivity on a larger scale, leapt at the chance. In two years, he released an extremely successful 11-track album called Synesthesia Auditiva that topped all the charts and earned him a worldwide tour that uses a variation of the technology Lucio created himself based on tech he stole from Vishkar to create an amazing sound and light show the likes of which have never been experienced before. Just a little bit of trivia for both Lucio and Symmetra before we go, Symmetra's character design was heavily influenced by the Portal game series, where Lucio was actually influenced by the Jet Set Radio series, which is one of my personal favorites, 
And if you're a fan of that series, then you should also know that someone created an actual Jet Set radio station online that plays amazing music you would imagine from that series, and it's definitely the kind of music you could see Lucio jamming out to. If you want to access that station, open your browser right now and type in jetsetradio.live. I promise you won't regret it. I listen to this station at work all the time. So that's it for today's episode. Once again, send me a message via email or Twitter and let me know what Overwatch characters have surprised you the most. And make sure you go to our network site, nerdsloth.com, and check it out. We have lots of other awesome shows on there, and shameless plug, I'm on a few of them, including Saturday Morning Cartoon Boom and a very, very NSFW podcast called Nerds on Tap. And just as a heads up, we only have one more episode to go of the Overwatch version of Know the Lore. But don't worry, because as soon as we get more lore from Blizzard, I'll be back making more episodes. So make sure you come back next week for the final episode for now. As always, thanks again for listening, and give yourself to the rhythm! Chris here. If you enjoy the show, please rate, like, subscribe, comment, or share, as every little bit you do helps the show. Know the lore is recorded and produced by NerdSloth. More episodes can be found at nerdsloth.com along with our other awesomely nerdy shows. Search for NerdSloth on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Music heard during the show is the Overwatch Victory theme remixed by DJ Efficia. Go to efficia.com to hear more. I'm